Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the VPR episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into Vanderpump Rules. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present. But the only show we need to be discussing, especially on this uh, this episode is Vanderpump Rules. Kate, a somber, hello. Hello. (laughs) I, guys, I can't, first of all, I can't talk about Vanderpump Rules enough with people. And I know if you're listening to this, you guys are the same as well. Anyone I meet and they'll be, they'll, oh, oh, Sandoval, in, I am in. It is lecture time. It is, I want everyone's, everyone's feedback. Yeah, there's this meme going around a lot, and it's from Amy Schumer's show. Oh, yeah. Like, Do you guys watch Vanderpump Rules? Yeah. <laughs> it's like me every day since Scandal. Seriously. Um, yeah. And I, also, mean, it's, I would say, Kate, with you and I as well, I don't want to be elitist here, but I'll be elitist here because when you are from the beginning, it hits harder. All of this hits harder. So, you know, there's people that are writing like New York Times articles about Scandal, And I'm like, dude, please, you don't, you couldn't pick the green dress that Kristen wore to collect her uh, Comcast, um, you know, what was it? Comcast cable box oh, yeah. out of a lineup. Kate and I could, in an, we could draw it right now. We all know what it looks like. We know from the early days. We know, you know what we know? We know the trans. We can see the transition of Sheena and Brandy talking, and then Sheena standing up and going into Sir, and then it was Vanderpump Rules. The backdoor pilot. Oh, the shoved down our throats. My <laughs> levels of like having a parasocial relationship with these people are at an all-time high. Yeah. I 
after watching this and watch what happens live and just social media, I'm like, Ariana, I get you, you know, like I am just, so, and I'm like, get I'm, it. I have to keep her. I don't know her. I don't know. Her. Don't know. I don't know any of these. <laughs> but can you imagine? God forbid, when I see one of them inevitably out in West Hollywood, or just in, actually, sorry, more likely in North Hollywood or Valley Village, and I feel as though I just want to go, come here, give me a hug. Like, don't know. It'll be very unnerving. It'll be very for them, not for me. I'll be very happy about it. But I just I know. Yeah, it's guys. It's- we're going in to talk about obviously the finale and watch what happens live kate and i watched uh ariana on it afterwards after the airing of this and it was great because andy did a fantastic job with the questions boom 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 loved it um this finale i was watching it live and as you'll see on our instagram 10 to 11 care podcast i like text kate sobbing like 12 minutes in sobbing what we saw the editing the production of the it was one of the best best bravo episodes of all time of all time it was a masterpiece i was like this needs to win awards this these editors i yes. mean the the throwback scenes oh perfectly placed I mean, we got Miami girl, we got Kristen, we got, I mean, all Jacks. we had a Jack's confessional confessional. I mean, they really dug in the archives and produced art with, I know it was art. It was art through immense pain. I mean, it is as all good artists, (laughs) as all good art is like Osama 90 day fiance the other way. I do not get a job because I am a poet. Um, I mean, watching this, it, I just was sending warnings out to everyone because it was so intense. Um, I guess we should just dive into it, right, Kate? And we're going to yeah, go. I have four pages order. of notes. I have two pages so many. of notes on Watch What Happens Live. It's insane. Um, so let's go. I'm scrolling to the top of my notes. Um, <laughs> it's- so it's black and white throwback scene to Watch What Happens Live with Sheena and Rachel on the 1st of March of this year. And it's slow. The hotter Tom. Who is, yeah, exactly. Who is the, Andy asked me, who is the hotter Tom? Answer three, two, one. Sandoval. Sandoval. Slow-mo laughing. Ha, 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 ha. And then, then like, confessionals. <laughs> Split screen, confessionals. Ariana. Um, you ready to talk about this in unison in their in- individual confessionals? No. no. Oh, you're just in. You are in. It is 150 miles an hour. No breaks. We are there. Um, I, so much was happening every second. Okay. I know. Uh, then we're getting more confessionals. We're getting confessionals. We start to find out. Ariana begins by telling us the story of how it all unfolded. We have Sheena coming in as well. We have the watch. So once again, I know you all guys, all of you probably listen, know this, but we're all going to break it down because we can talk about it incessantly. We see footage of this gig. I didn't realize it was at Tom Tom in West Hollywood. For some reason, I thought it was at one of these shitty venues that he goes to, but no, he is playing with this shitty band 
at Tom Tom. They were having some type of party. We see grainy Blair Witch footage of somebody that was at the event filming it on their iPhone, right? Because it was not on the show. They had wrapped filming. We are in March. They'd wrapped like September. This is the length of time. So they're letting their hair down. They're like, oh, we're done filming. He's got a gig. I'm going to go and support him. As she does. As she does. And it's airing. The show's currently airing as well at the moment. We've got to remember this, that they go to oh. go to this show. So Ariana is telling us, and we see Tom on stage. She said his phone fell out of his pocket and someone handed it to me. And we find out later that was actually Kristen. Kristen was there and Kristen was the one that handed it to her because she said there were fans around. She was worried. So she's like, oh, just take this. Yeah. And then whether this was, you know, there was a footage of Ariana there with a phone on her lap. We don't know if that was hers or Tom's, but she said, woman's intuition. She said, I need to look at his video, his photo um, gallery. And so it must have been open to take photos because otherwise you've got face ID, you've got thumbprints, got all of that. So it must have been like open to take a photo and she got to the photo gallery and she said there was one video of, it was a screen recording of a FaceTime between Rachel and Tom. And she didn't say this, but we later find out because uh, Kristen said it in on her podcast that they were mutually masturbating tom had screen recorded it saved it on his phone and ariana said and i saw it we cut to tom in a confessional and he's he's kind of repeating the story as well and he said quote quote i'd normally delete it then what But I was so busy and there was so much going on. I just couldn't delete it. So my bad. And by the way, did I tell you I was 40 and having a midlife crisis? We're going to get on to how many times he used I'm 40 having a midlife crisis in this. But anyway, so we see this. And then, Kate, we find out that whether it's Ariane, I think it's Ariana telling it at this point, that she then called Sheena. No, she called Rachel. Yes. And that Sheena is with Rachel. Watch what happens live. We cut to Sheena's confessional and Sheena's saying, I walked out to Rachel and she was on the phone with Ariana, who I could hear was upset. And Rachel was upset. And And I said, what's going on? And Sheena says, Rachel very casually turns and says, I've been having a seven month long affair with Sandoval. And Ariana just found out. To Ariana's longtime best friend. She said that. They go like Villa Blanca far back. Yeah. I, and then, okay, then, then where are we going from this? I I mean, I just took that in and I was like, this is like if someone I'd been friends with for a year or two turned and said that to me about like friend of the pod, Lanny, you know, I'd be like, like I just really that was visceral so that was crazy and Sheena tells us oh yeah Sheena was making me laugh a little bit yeah she tells us that Rachel was trying to kind of keep talking to her and she shoved her and said get away from me 
Yeah. And she's like, I might've scratched her with my nail. I don't know. I ran away back to my hotel room. Yeah. And she says, I am scientifically unable to make a fist. Yeah. <laughs> she has these so horrendous awful. acrylic nails all the time. Yeah. So that was funny. But um, so Sheena right away is saying, I didn't punch her. Okay. No. So we have Ariana saying, I learned that there are evil, evil people in this world. And sometimes they are the people closest to you and you have no idea. Oh, so, like this is starting off. The, and this is the first like five minutes of this. Five minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. We, we then go to see James. They do some weird shots with like upbeat music, which was odd in this. It's like Ali and James not talking about it, but just having breakfast at the house before we go back to James and Ali. Like the first oh, shot with James and Ali oh. was, was like, they're making it and you're kind of like, are they going to talk about it now? No. Oh, okay. They're just setting up everyone's kind of normal. And then there's upbeat music and we see Katie making a cup of tea. And you're like, um, I was disoriented. I think they wanted to kind of make a contrast with what we were about to see. They're yeah. like, oh, everyone else is living their lives. And then we go the house. I just put in block capitals, the house, the house. What? I mean, there's so many, so much stuff to break down here, guys. Yeah. We see Ariana surrounded by great people beautiful people at her time of need she's on her sofa we've got logan not the logan that we usually know it's another logan that i think we've seen before no th- no this no? is be- this is before that scene just oh. meredith is there with the sorry one. sorry we have meredith we don't know meredith but obviously a great friend of ariana's ariana has a bottle of wine yep and she said we got this together when we were first trip to napa editors got back on that that an instagram shot of them young fresh 2000 whenever it was um and she says well it's mine now and she's chugging it from the bottle then what blows my mind and i was not expecting this once we got the clips sandoval's in the house yep so you see him upstairs the camera's following him he's upstairs in the bathroom and he starts walking down the stairs and I'm thinking, what? When we saw the first clip of them having a conversation, I thought, well, he came back, whatever. Meredith evidently exited as soon as Tom came in. She gets out of the room. Tom walks over to the kitchen, opens a thing. And this is when we see the infamous, he goes, do you want anything for you to die? And he comes over and I can't look. There's no humor in any of this apart from Sheena and the fact that he was drinking a diet squirt. I I don't understand. You know I'm obsessed with beverages. I, I He walks over and he's drinking a diet squirt. Like, when you think he couldn't get any worse? I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? The amount of Coors Lights in this episode. The amount. Um, is freaking out. <laughs> I was losing my mind with the Coors Lights. Anyway, so he pulls this square over and sits down. Now, I will say he had a bruised eye, and I think she she decked him. You saw know. it, right? You saw the bruise all over his eye here. I mean, someone had, someone, let's just say someone had. I didn't, whatever. I'm not as observant. I didn't really notice it, but I believe you. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it was there. Um, and does he deserve it? Yes. End of story. Sorry, he does. Um, so he sits opposite her 
and she's on the sofa. And I mean, she just looks a shell, as you can imagine, just a shell. Um, and so he sat there, Kate. And how does this conversation start? Okay, I transcribed quite a bit of this. Brilliant. So he she's pointing out that he still hasn't said sorry, and he's defending himself by saying, Well, you just get angry. And so I'm trying to avoid you getting angry and upset by not apologizing. And she's like, yeah, I should be. Let me be angry. I deserve to be angry. That doesn't mean you don't apologize. Absolutely. And then he starts talking about how, oh, well, Rachel and I just became such good friends. And Ariana, I was, I was really not surprised, but just impressed with how she articulated this so well being in this moment of like pain and shock and everything I Um, in moments like this in my life I don't know that I would have been able to snap back with these comments like she really was hitting hitting very true things about Rachel I think she said that girl is searching for her identity Uh in him yes I wrote that down and I wrote a massive yes she nailed it she was so articulate yeah. And listen, she did say watch what happens live. That was hours and hours long conversation that they cut down. So of course there were times she was crying hysterically and she was sobbing and she was begging him for answers and there was all of this. But right. there were moments in this that were just it was she was so accurate and so um like you say, articulate but so careful with her words and her words were perfectly put together to not to just insult him and swear and curse and stuff, which all of that would be completely normal and completely understandable. But it was a very intellectual way of saying to him, do you understand the destruction you've caused? Mm -hmm. And you evidently don't. And you just keep saying things that don't mean anything. Kate, when we are seeing him talking, I mean waxing poetic about Rachel if how is there no lack of self-awareness to think maybe talking about how amazing my relationship is with the woman that I've cheated on you with for seven months Maybe it's not probably the best thing to do. It, yeah. There is just nothing that it's a void. You can't have a rational discussion about emotions with somebody like Tom Sandoval. No, because he is so strategic in how this is all playing out. And he's only thinking about the number one guy in the group himself. He, I just especially watching what watch what happens live and hearing her speak on this a little bit it kind of validated what we've been talking about that well and we'll get to that but like this has this whole season he's been planting all these things on tv because like we say he's been on tv for 10 years he knows what's gonna make the edit yeah he knows how to craft a storyline for himself and it's just so easy to see through when you watch it back and So he is in his confessionals, you know, trying to make everyone feel sorry for him. He's like, 
oh, it's just, I lost my mojo. She said, lost my mojo. Yep. You know, I turned 40 and we weren't having sex and I turned 40. I had a spiritual awakening. I lost my mojo, all this stuff. I have a theory about this. I turned 40 bullshit. He is so, I was listening to Danny Pellegrino, who obviously is a hero in the Bravo world. Um, Now, he pointed out that on a previous episode of his, many moons ago, remember, Danny Pellegrino is the person that co-wrote the book with Sandoval and Ariana. He knows Sandoval. I don't think he really spent that much time with them, but he knows, he knew him enough that he accidentally, years ago, exposed his real age. Because Sandoval had been lying about his age, apparently, online for a very, very long time. So if you Google Sandoval, it'll say he's like 38, but he's, you know, he's 41 this year. And Danny Pellegrino is going on about, you know, he's saying 40 all the time. And we've heard this unending, this narrative. I'm 40. It was a midlife crisis. You And Danny Pellegrino says this, and I completely agree, because I kept picking up on it. Up, up, his team, his publicist came in and said, there's no getting out of how bad this is. What can we blame it on? Midlife crisis. Okay, that kind of gives you a little, someone will be able to empathize with turning 40 and going, oh, what is my life? You know, as anybody turning 40 probably does. So I'm yeah. sure that the publicist said, let's roll with this because the amount of times this piece of shit repeats, repeats this. That's so true. And you have to, Remember that because, and we even get Sheena later in the episode mentioning her publicist and we forget that sometimes watching it. Like these people have teams, they they're do. famous and they've been on TV a long time. They, they do. have people around them, helping them navigate yes. and look as good as they possibly can in Absolutely. any situation. Um, um, yeah. So, okay. So, um, I got to say there was my one mojo. line hit. Yeah, sorry, oh. there was one line I have to I just it was a quote after saying I've lost my mojo. He's talking about Rachel again to her, saying, quote, she treats me with respect, dot dot dot. We give each other confidence. I wanted to say what she's giving you is validation for your insecurity that you want to believe you are still sexy and you're still attractive because you are a pathetic man child that wants to relive your 20s when you first started on this show that's not giving you confidence that's not she is just fulfilling all of this pathetic need you want because you cannot grow up yes and ariana points that out she says Oh, you just want someone to stroke your ego yes. and and worship you and you have yeah. she says I was with you back in <laughs> the day when you were wearing skinny jeans, you had no money and you had no reputation and I was there for you and believed in you and thought the world of you. That's and awesome. now you have a little bit of money and some notoriety and you just want someone to fawn over you. And it's it was like, exactly yeah, it. you're exactly right. exactly right. And he he has the things now that he wished he had when he was, you know, in his twenties. And so yeah. he's trying to like play out that part of his life again. And it's pathetic. 
it, it, it's just my but she says yeah when I was with you when you had a 1997 Honda Civic I was the one that was there and it is it's these men I talk about a lack of respect a lack of, I mean, um, I'm trying to look at my notes to get through them together. Or you do. Exactly. And she's saying, you know, if, he's saying, well, we stopped having, he loves throwing that. We stopped having sex. Well, because she couldn't trust you because there's something deep down she probably knew. I totally believe we all have men and women. You have that little, you look back on a relationship and you wonder why you stopped finding them attractive and wanted to have sex. You can look at them objectively and go, I find you really hot, which I think Ariana did. But yeah. there's a reason she wasn't having sex with them. And I think it's because there's something subliminally that she was catching on to, something she didn't trust, something she knew was there, plus the fact she was never paying her attention, plus the fact she was never... She, she, there was so much around it. You're not going to have sex with someone. There was no trust. None. No. And I think they, I think, like we've said, I think maybe on our last episode, you know, they both play a part in how this relationship. Yes. Up. Okay. Yeah. It's not like she was a perfect angel. Yeah. You're perfect in my mind, but <laughs> yeah. like she was a perfect angel. This entire no. in every single interaction they had. And, you no. know, it's like, things happen and things are said and everything like that. But I believe her when she's talking about his lack of attention and not getting what she needs in order to feel that attraction and want to be having sex and they're, they're older and it's, she's not like some young 21 year old who's just going to be like, yeah, let's fuck like right now. It's like, it's not like that when you know someone so well, it's like, you need to, you know what I need to feel relaxed and be in that place to be wanting to be like having sex all the time. And And I would say it's an unpopular opinion, possibly, maybe not, maybe it isn't. It's a difference between men and women. And I know I just genuinely believe it. The way men have sex and pursue somebody to have sex with is completely different to women. It just is. And that's why statistically men will, it's it's been so time and time again, men will always cheat a lot more than women, always. And they've said that it's always the case that men cheat for sex and women cheat for companionship. And he's trying to spin it to her and the cameras that it's not even about the sex. It's about the respect. So what else do we discuss? So they're okay. sat there, they so, go on, okay. she's saying, um, well, we I'm get to- with you and now you've got a little bit of money in your pocket. And she, so it's, it's so that's okay. When we get, we're rising, the temperature's rising and she's going, it's not about, is it when she says it's not about Rachel? And he, or- yeah, because he keeps bringing up the friendship and she's like, I don't care about the friendship. I don't care about her. Like, yeah, that's not a real friendship. It's bullshit. And he's like, yeah. it is real. And he's he's defending it. And then um, it gets to the point where she says, I regret standing up for you all those times. Like, there's so many times when people have talked oh. shit about you and I always stood up for you and protected you. I regret loving you. And do you have any last words before we never speak again? And he says, I never thought this would happen. I thought we'd be for- together forever. And then that's kind of the end of the scene. It, it was a prime example of 
someone who has done terrible, terrible things without any remorse and getting caught and now trying to figure any possible way to justify what they've done and garner sympathy, which is so maniacal. It it, it doesn't make sense to the normal person. Black and white. It's black and white. But Schwartz, I genuinely think, just goes, I needed to. I couldn't help it. It just, you know what you do? You know what you do is you you either go through it or you don't when someone cheats. If, 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 if something is so, so bad, constantly kept saying, I tried to break up with you, I tried to break up with you, you leave. And by the way, you tried to break up with her well long after you'd already been sleeping with Rachel, by the way. Yeah, the timeline stuff is all all brought yeah. up. Too. Yeah, he's saying like, oh, I tried this and I tried that. She's like, yeah, but you were already sleeping with Rachel. Yeah. Point. And that's the entire point of me being upset. Yeah. Getting it. No. And it's so frustrating to watch her be logical and have yes. very warranted feelings and him try to twist it into something where he comes out on top. That's it. That's exactly what they do. They look and they, I think it is, it's, it's something missing. Whatever it is that that you and I have and people that watch this and realize this and don't cheat and don't destroy lives and don't destroy friendships and relationships and families, it's just something that's missing. It is something that they can validate and and, and really just convince themselves, well, yeah, I guess it was bad and people are going to say it's bad, but you know what? It, it I needed to do it. And I know the re- like it's we can't even explain it logically because there is no logic to it. It is just self-protection, selfishness and narcissism. And that scene was an, a pure example of it. And it was just diabolical, as, as Ariana says. And then we go okay, to yeah. fucking ding dong's house. We go to Schwartz's. I have to say Schwartz made me chuckle just a little bit here. <laughs> Sandoval walks in just looking like hell. And Schwartz says, there he is, the most reviled man in America. I was like, well put, well put. Oh, Schwartz, this whole scene, by the way, is nearly as fucking nuts as the one we just watched. Yeah. Sandoval comes in and I wrote, he is dressed so deliberately. He was wearing black jeans, a black t-shirt, a black jacket, black sunglasses. He is, so, he would have thought about that. He would have thought about that outfit more than he thought about what ariana was doing downstairs and crying downstairs he wanted to be dressed in all black because it was sympathy he's listen so sad and he's in warning he, here's the thing he cannot pull the wool over our eyes the people who have watched him for 10 years yeah we yes parasocial relationships we don't know him but we know a lot about him yes he thinks of everything i mean think back to all the events that oh. he planned and was a part of. And he always had like Amazing. everything everyone needed. Amazing. And he thinks of all these details. So I do not think it is it is uh, that big of a stretch that like he Absolutely. definitely planned all these outfits and all of these scenes. Planned it all. He wanted to look like he was depressed and going to a funeral and mourning. That's what he did. It is so obvious, Tom. <laughs> so he walks in, Schwartz says that. 
And then it, it's this weird conversation of Schwartz being like, man, I, I'm not going to beat you while you're down. Like, I don't know, man, it's bad. It's bad. And then he like collapses and cries in Schwartz's arms. And as everybody is kind of, by the way, while his earring of a lightning bolt was dangling in his ear, that's what I couldn't stop looking at. And he's shaking and he's crying onto him. And like so many people have said already, he was crying so much more emotional with Schwartz than he was with Ariana. So much more. Um, And what got me, it's like it's like a punch in the face of these people being terrible and then another punch. Sandoval um, and then uh, Schwartz just going straight into, man, I mean, this is really fun. Have you seen our Yelp reviews? Uh, Schwartz, what? And then they do the flood. The editors have all these. And it was, do you do remember everyone went on to Yelp and was like, burn this place to the ground. There's cockroaches. And they put Rachel's face on the picture of a cockroach all over this establishment. Zero stars, one star, one star. One. Like, And so he's saying, dude, this is bad. This is bad. He said, um, I'm not going to be while I'm down, but, you know, what's going to, I'm I'm guilty by association. All of him. I'm guilty by association. The business is already suffering. I'm going down in flames with you. It was a really weird interaction. It was an episode of of Sandoval being all about Sandoval and Schwartz being all about Schwartz. Yeah. It, it really showed me that their relationship is to help each other and enable each other to maintain <laughs> that. Uh, way of being um so they encourage that in each other and so he's like i don't want to make you feel bad and pile on but our business is tanking and this is hard for me um and so he asked schwartz basically asked him to post something online for damage control in the moment which we see that he does before he apologizes to ariana yeah talking about social media yeah and Uh then we find out that's it. He says, Schwartz does this veiled attempt at like, so when did it start or what happened? You know, even though he knows everything, but he's like, so it was Guy's Night at the Mon- Man- Mondrian. And then Sandoval saying in his confessional, we were all at Guy's Night. It didn't happen then, but we went to the Abbey and that's when we kissed. And we heard about the Abbey from Ali seeing them there. And he's like, that's when we kissed. And he says, quote, I felt something. You know what he felt? He felt horny and he felt excited because affairs are exciting. They are. You're sneaking around and you're doing something you're not supposed to. So anybody would find that exciting. But most people would find it horrifying that you did it, guilt-ridden and never do it again. But no, he's he's equating this massive horniness he has for this girl plus the excitement of a forbidden fruit, forbidden affair and in his mind, it's like, this is life changing. Like, she's changed my life. This is, a, as he says, a spiritual, spiritual awakening. awakening. And he's saying this all to Schwartz. And hang on. In oh, this, you did some drugs. Okay. Yeah. Because he's so, been doing Molly with her every weekend. He's like, oh, man, I'm like, so. Yeah. So um, then he says, this is one of the things that pissed me off the most. In oh, the I know. Go on. Uh, so he's going over. Okay, we kissed at the Abbey. Then we were at the Life is Beautiful Festival. And we hooked up there. 
And then he kind of says, oh yeah. And I would just say, I'm going to Schwartz's and he tells Schwartz, all she had to do was follow me in her car and she would have seen it. And then even Schwartz calls him out on how fucked that is. Yeah. Even Schwartz says, well, I don't think you can put that on her to discover. And he's because you're, you're, he doesn't even get it. Imagine those words coming out of your mouth. All she had to do was follow. I mean, it really was Ariana's fault that she didn't find out about the affair because she should have been following him. And then she would have found she out. So bad me, on you, Ariana. Me, me, her partner of a decade who she trusts and loves. It's her um, fault trusting me. That's essentially what you're saying. It's followed me to my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Completely your fault for trusting me. I I think uh, universally we were all like, what even Schwartz had to say, you can't put that on her. I mean, is, we're just watching it going. Do you hear the words coming out of your mouth? I, I just, oh. and then Schwartz is going on about, they're kind of wrapping up the scene and Schwartz is going, you know, just he's like, fuck, man, you know, it's so bad, it's so bad. And then it ends, he ends it about like, you know, posting and Sandoval kind of walks out going, just don't go on social media. And that was it. The interaction between them was mind numbing. And and I. It was appalling. So now we're back at Ariana. She has all her besties over. This yeah. is the scene where she has like Logan and. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, and then Sheena comes over, Katie arrives. Sheena arrives in her bucket hat with a bottle of wine and immediately sobbing. Did you see what else? I had to point this out. I loved it. What? She came in with Rosé and she came in with two things in her other hand. And she goes like this and it was blurred out, but it was camel menthol cigarettes. (laughs) And I was like, yes. Oh, I love that. That makes me so happy. Made me so happy. And she does that. And Ariana's like, oh, she goes, like that because Ariana obviously loves to smoke a cigarette and she was like oh and then then someone like quickly took them away and like put them on the sofa amazing amazing I totally miss that I love that yeah um and then Katie arrives in her leather jacket and tells us that her and Sheena are gonna put their beef aside like I'd completely forgotten that those two because we're so caught up in scandal we'd forgotten they had massive fight they weren't talking to each other I know I was like yeah you guys are fine right like yeah yeah And so, okay, then Ariana tells the group the story about her asking Rachel what happened. Yeah. And she says right after girls night, after her beloved dog Charlotte died, he and Rachel fucked in Rachel's car. And note that when she asked Rachel, Rachel said they just kissed. And yeah. Tom was the one that said, no, we actually had sex in her car. I think Rachel said that because she didn't know what Tom wanted her to say. Sure, sure. And so that's what happened. And then he forgot his keys. So he had to ring his own doorbell and Ariana let him in while he has this, like, he's like stinking of sex with Rachel. It is. She kissed his lips after he'd been with I. I, it is unfathomable. The, the part it, about what she was going through with Charlotte and the, and this being in that right then is really upsetting. And I just, you know, anyone who's been through that, it's like, it's like the worst time. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is what really makes me just viscerally despise him. 
Um, so, okay. Then uh, Sheena talks about after Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. She's crying, she's crying telling this story. Yeah. She's really emotional. I felt a lot for Sheena. In this I, did well. I did too. I did too. So she says, I had so much rage in me. I pushed her off me. I ran to my hotel. I said, get away from me. This is when she's talking about her nails and everything. Yeah. Um, and so they hear that story and then Katie jumps in and so they're, you know, they're just like kind of recount. Cause this was crazy. Obviously we all remember this. It was recently like, they're all just recounting what's going on. And Katie says, well, you know, Schwartz actually said something kind of telling back in BravoCon. Yeah. Um, she says, I was poking him about her showing up basically naked wearing a Tom Tom sweatshirt at BravoCon and calling her like a puppy following him around. And he said to her, she's not there for me. Trust yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean, that was, they break the fourth wall. They do it a couple of times in this, talking about BravoCon and, and watch what happens live and stuff, which needed to be done. We needed to yeah. know that. But also um, they were talking, she said that when Sheena's talking about the supposed punch, she's like, I didn't punch her. But apparently the first person Rachel called was Schwartz to be like, she punched me. Some These men, she just wants men to think she's like, oh, if I see her in one more corset that is so poorly fitted on her body, I'm going to scream. Like, enough. They look disgusting on you. Like, get them off. None of them fit you. Disgusting. Yeah. She's a monster of a human being. Um, and so they're discussing that. And this is when Ariana says he was angry at me. He was screaming at me and just deflecting. And she says that, you know, they were discussing it out in the garden and we find out what's what happens. Lives. They were like screaming at each other in the garden. He was being the big dramatic throwing stuff across the garden. So that must have been it. We should need to go and interview these neighbors um, because they must have heard it all that night. Um, so they're all sat there and then some, the penis flu is like, we need to break all his shit. And his friends like, Logan's like, I'll break it. So you get the penis flu. And then we do the flashback again of happier times. And we all thought we were happy. You know, we all thought. And he's playing the penis flu (laughs) and Logan breaks it. (laughs) This cracked me up. Ariana's so deadpan. She's like, I can't believe you would do that. I really didn't want you to do that. (laughs) I chuckled at that. Okay, so now we're at James and Allie's apartment. It's a nervous wreck. I know. I we you talked about feeling feeling for Sheena in this episode, obviously as well as Ariana, but as James as well. There is see, this is the thing that is they're so myopic people that cheat they only think about of course themselves and then that they possibly hurt the person they're cheating on but it's the ripples there are families and friends and all these other people that hurt and we see it in this episode especially with James James is there and you can see he's just broken and we see his confessional it was absolutely heartbreaking because we had spoken about this before Kate when James was real raging on the booze and Jackson wanted to kill him and all of this stuff. Sandoval was the only one that stuck up for James. Remember, he invited him places. Um, he loved and, and they had started off, by the way, with James sleeping with his girlfriend as well, oh, with Kristen, which is so bizarre. But those two ended up being buddies, which is so bizarre. But yeah. they did. And he, look, Sandoval was such a good friend to him. Don't leave James out. I'll invite him. And we see his confession with James was like, he was really, I'm not, I don't care about Rachel. It's 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 Sandoval. He was my friend. 
and he starts crying and he just it's so much pain for him you can tell the doorbell goes and we have um katie uh it is katie right and lala katie and lala yep yeah. and they're all talking they're talking a little bit and then he decides to call rachel which is anybody else surprised that she answered I know. stupid thing someone's, someone's reaching out to me oh my god wait i do want to mention before we get to the call which is so funny um and w- weird uh so they do talk about um they're like do you think this is the first time that he's cheated and lala's like no you don't cheat with the best friend the first time you're cheating he's definitely done other stuff and then in her confessional she tells us that there was a rumor about him and billy sleeping together which we see on the reunion yeah flashback again a great flashback yep and um she says that's a cold case that i think we need to bring up again and uh and and then we get to this call (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she answers and she's like hi James is like hey it's me how do you feel about what you've done yeah she are t- you in Sandoval an item how about losing everyone you thought liked you he's just going in good, good. and um she she's just like oh James I think she's so deluded that she probably thought he was just checking in on her Maybe there's some residual feeling that he might be like, are you okay? But no, yeah. James is doing what all of us want to do to Raquel is just, he he just rips into her and it was great. And they were all kind of laugh. Ali was like, stop. But he ripped into her and then hung up on her. Yeah, because he started calling her dumb and stuff. And Ali's like. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. She deserved it all. But you know what? I bet it's like water off a duck's back. She's so morally just empty there's nothing there she doesn't really care so she probably was just like, oh graham like she probably didn't even whatever she's ridiculous so we see that and then that ends yeah okay and then tom goes over to rachel's oh now this guy this scene this just when you think you've recut like getting over the first scene we get to another one another one another one he walks in in that outfit again all black and Rachel, the smart, she smiles from the second he enters this room to the second it cuts off. He he walks in. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, she's smiling. She's just so. They have everything's just blown up. She has lost everything. She's been exposed as a horrendous human being. Doesn't give a single shit. I would, I would be sobbing on the couch like, I'm in here. Like, I've I'm done something terrible. I've Not once in this interaction do they acknowledge it was really bad. Let's get into it. So, she, so they hug at the door, which is so weird for us all to see. Yes. And they immediately take a shot so <laughs> of, of like but whiskey she, or whatever. Yeah. She opens that. She goes, do you want a drink? She opens that fridge and you see a 24 pack of cause light and you just go fuck that's you. not there for her yeah yeah and so they take a shot immediately she's like child you see this is the childish behavior so so this is like the 20s behavior again yes. of like oh what should we do cause light and a fireball shot 
Tom, you're 41. Stop. It's like you've been doing this on TV for a long time. But he at least he at least has the decency. It's obviously a planned line, but he goes to being in hell where we belong. And she's like, I don't think we belong in hell. And it's like, girl, just there's no humble yourself here. Then he's like against the counter and she goes up to him. He's touching her face with his fucking white nails, which I want to tear. I've hated them since the second I saw them. I want to tear them off his fucking fingers. And she's like kind of in between his legs and he sat there and they're giggling. They're giggling. And she's like, oh, we can't kiss because we're on camera. And he goes, I know, it's so weird. They are giddy. I would say the word is giddy. There is stuff online that people said they were drunk. I don't know. They possibly had maybe more than a drink. I don't know. But their behavior was 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 above bizarre it was absolutely mind-boggling they are like they're just like so it was so confusing and disgusting it, it just shows how out of touch they are with empathy and real emotions yeah but they decided to go on camera knowing millions of people would watch this and yeah. like giggle and kiss each other giggle. and tell they loved each other it's like they really could have just devil's advocate like they could have played this a totally different way and if they felt like that and wanted to do that and they do that in private like I was surprised that on tv they didn't at least come in and just be more you know appropriate and formal with each other and not as touchy-feely and you know I thought they would do that and they didn't even bother they didn't even bother and it was what happened here was really telling so they're all like knock she's like oh we can't give a I know it's so weird and then he says she goes and then he says oh does your family hate me and she goes oh you know they love you or something like that oh no she goes kind of yeah then she goes, what about your family? As the words come out, she realizes that just, he gives her a look. You see, it's a really quick look. He gives her a look and she goes, oh, you don't, you don't want to talk about it. Because we find out that that fucking bitch of a mother, yes, I said it, knew all about Rachel and had them in the city for Christmas. His whole family already knew. So that's why he, she goes, oh, you, don't, you don't want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. And let's not forget, he calls her Ariana. <laughs> oh, that was it. And she doesn't even get it, just shrugs it off. And then he goes, so then he goes, you know, and they, and he says, they love you. And she goes, I love you. And he goes, no, I said, they love you. And she goes, oh, he goes, but I do love you. Just j- joking around, happy, light, bright. His family then already knows her because he, oh my God, how does she already, how? Does that monstrous family already know her? Because he's already paraded his affair around with his family at Christmas. And then they go and they move to the sofa. They're giggling. And she sits in like this. And she goes, oh, I mean, we never wanted it to. The smile, she can't contain it. Oh, I can't. I mean, I know for everyone, we are exclaiming the frustration of watching this. And we haven't even got to this bitch's confessionals yet, where she is giggling she's asking asked why she's doing this and she goes well you know not 
I'm so sorry. I've made a terrible mistake. My actions were appalling. She said, well, I just wanted to kind of see what it would be like to have sex with someone I loved. I was curious to have sex with someone I love. I mean, that's what? a really sad statement. Like, oh, what? you've just been having sex with people to please them and you've never what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, did Tom tell you to say that? Yeah. Like, what? And s- she's got her arms crossed like this, like a little girl going, I just, oh, it's just so amazing. Literally, the, the producer is asking you why you've done created so much destruction she's like oh I just you know I was so curious to see I was curious to see what it would be like to have sex with someone you know that I love and you know is a friend and you know he's just been such a great person to me and I wanted to see what it would be like to have sex with someone like that like you're not Julia what? Roberts or Kate Hudson in a rom-com okay you're on Vanderpump what? Rules and you look like an asshole like just be I, humble and say how ashamed you are and like go Kate away. she's not and that's what we can't we cannot fathom she's not she honestly it's, there is just a void she doesn't care she doesn't care that she's done this there isn't remorse. Whether that's a psychological defect, I don't know. But she genuinely doesn't care. In this scene, she is laughing. Um, they're sat there and then, oh, this bullshit. I don't know which one of these morons decided this was a good line to say. Um, she goes, you know, I'm just... And he's like enveloped in her, right? And she's like, I'm just so, you know thinking should I'm so isolated I only have you and my sister and my mom and I just think like you know you you did cheat on someone that you said you love and like what if he's gonna do that to me and he's going and he just goes oh oh I mean you know no oh my god like like she's just the 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 end of his world and then he says in his confessional look maybe it'll wake work out with Rachel maybe it won't <laughs> what oh what killed me about this conversation is the point where she was like oh yeah in my eye and then he leans over and he goes i know i know oh, oh my god your eye and it's like it's a scratch from an acrylic nail like yeah. let's calm down but he's like oh my god your eye and then uh I don't know. It's like I had to tell my family about like she's just so happy she got the guy. So happy. She is. I mean, both of them are thrilled in this interaction. And it's because Tom Sandoval is an immature, dramatic piece of shit that really believes his own bullshit. And he believes he is in a romantic comedy. Like you're saying, he believes it. We were just destined lovers. And this, I know we've hurt people, don't really care. Um, but we were just meant to be together. Like, you are not going to work out. You're never, this relationship is never going to work out. Karma is hitting you both so hard. And if you think it's hard now, the rest of your lives, just buckle up, bitches. Because you have so much shit that is going to be piled on the both of you. This is not forbidden lovers this is both of you being selfish assholes then we get rid of these 
pieces oh, of shit. We go well, over one, one thing before oh. I move on. She does make sure to get in her confessional or get in the scene. Sheena definitely punched me. Oh. So, and so they're both Sheena and her are both making it known like they're I didn't punch her. I did. She did punch me. I was like, okay, they're really making sure that's in here. Um, okay. So yeah, we, we go on. Um, we go to Villa Rosa. Oh, kissing Rachel. I felt hope again. Sorry. I just saw that in my notes. What? Hope. Shut. You just want to go shut up and grow up. I mean, it is an absolute man child. Jax is more mature than you. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Oh, and, and before we go to Villa Rosa, we get this Chiron that says, after filming this scene, Rachel turned off her phone and wasn't heard from for weeks. That's it. Like, okay. Mm. And so, um, okay, Villa Rosa. We see Ariana, how she did, I don't know, but she got up, got up, drove over to Lisa's. I was like, Lisa, you could have at least gone to her house. But anyway. Um, Send a Ariana, car. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ariana drove over to Lisa's and, you know, it was just so she as soon as she sees lisa she breaks down lisa starts to break down they hug and they and and you could see you know pomeranians especially all dogs but especially something about small dogs and kate with lucy you know how as a baby dog they have these big personalities but they're in tiny little bodies and are so protective of us that puffy was there and puffy started barking as soon as ariana started crying because puffy knew and then Ariana sits down and Puffy is on her lap, soothing her. Just typical Pom behavior, small dog behavior. It just, they just knew. Well, um, yeah, like when Lisa lost her mini horse and was so sad, she talked about that, how Puffy knew and was, oh, yep. anyway. It's unbelievable. So Puffy was there, Ariana stroking Puffy and sitting with Lisa. And Lisa, um, this is a bit hard. Lisa in, was a tiny bit problematic in this entire episode. Yes, I agree. And Ariana spoke about this and Watch What Happens Live, which we'll chat about. But she, so she's sitting and Ariana's obviously pouring a heart out. Conversation between them is kind of, she goes, you know, you can stay here. And she's like, he's still staying there. Um Lisa's confessional she says look they've she's look they've all done terrible stuff to each other um Lisa and she goes look this is worse but and you're kind of like what uh she said that she before that she said um yeah so they weren't being physical and then here comes this beauty queen and it was too much to resist and I'm like I that was really dark I was like Lisa what are you it was very like, to me it was a very old fashioned thing to say yeah a very boomer that generation and by the way as ariana pointed out beautifully and watch what happens live rachel's never won one single beauty contest she was never a beauty queen she never won any um but that was so participant (laughs) participant award but it was so weird that she i know i didn't oh god i didn't like that um but she ends this interaction so that being said, I did find it nice that even though this is a TV show and a lot of things are artificial, you know, between all these people, I do get the sense that Lisa has a real connection with these folks and she is there for them. Yeah. She really, you know, she's playing both sides. 
but she is there and she means it when she says you can stay here and you can cry on my shoulder. You know, we see Brianna cried on her shoulder last week. And I'm like, that's nice that they're close. But then she goes in her confession and says that. Business comes first, Lisa. And it always will. When it comes to all of these, she owns, remember those ding-dongs own like 0.2% of TomTom. She owns the majority. And if that business fails, it's on her. So, uh, you know, there's her money involved in this. She's too involved with the Toms. She says at the end of this interaction, there's going to be something beautiful for you on the other side. Remember that. And it's like, yes. So then we go to Katie's. She is, I like this little scene of her getting the apartment ready for her doggy babies that are coming back. Um, And Schwartz comes in. Let's talk. Let's sit down. He says, can I have a Coke? like a Coca-Cola or something. And then of course, pours himself a Coors Light. That was, I mean, it was brilliant. Can I have a Coke? Yeah. Pours a Coors Light. <laughs> At least you put it in a glass. Thank God. <laughs> yes. So um, already I was like, oh, he's in for it. Like Katie yeah. is going to roast him. And so they sit down. Her apartment looked so cute on a side note. I was like, oh, she's a good, she's good at decorating. Um, okay. So she's, they sit down. How long have you known? Um, I didn't write it down in my um, calendar, but I think like a month. And she goes, no, you haven't. Why don't you shock everyone and tell the truth for once? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he says, I like this, this quote. This was so, once again, we've already discussed how intelligent and sharp Schwartz is. He says, quote, I knew limited information. Yes. Yes. All right. Limited. So I think that he, he knew, but it was, they weren't gonna, Hmm. What do I think? I'm like, I was going to say that he knew, but they weren't going to talk about it openly. But then I was like, no, I think that's giving him too much. I think they did talk about it openly. Yeah. I think, I mean, we all now know, we've seen a clip from the reunion and we'll see, you know, the reunion is going to go on for the next three weeks. Yeah. But he, he knew, he says he knew about their one night stand, which we don't know whether that's got to be the Abbey night, right? Because it was the Abbey night is when they first kissed. I think they probably had sex that night. Whether that's, Girls' Night, Charlotte, all that around that. I've no idea, but it was going on whatever date the Abbey thing was, which I don't know when they were filming. It was August or even before that or something. He knew from the second it happened. And I think he probably was also like, dude, I I don't want to hear about it, but you got to break up with that. It wasn't Tom. You need to tell Ariana tomorrow. This has to end. It was, oh, dude, I just, like, oh, dude, come on. You should, really tell her. you should tell her, man. You tell yeah. her, man. You should tell her. It's something like, this is going to come out, man. You got to tell her. Also, that- if he's, if he's telling Ariana all the time that he's going to Schwartz's when he's actually going to Rachel's. Yeah. Obviously would tell Schwartz like, Hey, if you hear from Ariana, I'm at your place. Exactly. Right? exactly. So, um, she's kind of questioning. <laughs> Katie, you've been his bitch boy for how many fucking years? <laughs> like she does not give a shit. She is calling him out. I'm not his bitch boy. I'm just a guy trying to get through life. <laughs> Sorry, Schwartz. What are you even talking about, dude? They like, what on earth are you trying to do? I don't know. I, I no. I can't make head and tails of Schwartz. Kiki, 
absolute cake. Yeah. Then I'm trying to think nothing else really. That was it, right? That was about it. It was like, how long have you known what's going on? You should feel bad. You should separate yourself from him, blah, blah, blah. And he talks about the business. Okay. So then Kristen is back. It is redemption moment for Kristen. She goes over to Ariana's house. She's got her leggings on. She's got her crystals in tow. Yep. And we get a great flashback of Kristen and her confessional. It's, it's like when all the Ariana and Tom stuff was going down and Kristen says, you win. And this is her confessional. You win Ariana. You win being with the best liar that I have ever known. Oh, Oh, you get to wonder where he is at night. Oh, yep. Kristen's always known. I, I really liked her in this moment. Um, she has her flaws. You know, she's done some things in the past. But in it this full scene, circle, man, full in this circle. Scene, it was full circle. And I was like, yeah, Kristen. Um, so she put the focus all on Ariana as she should have. And, and Ariana's like, I'm so, like, they're able to laugh about it. She's like, Kristen's telling her, oh, your ex, this and that. And she's yeah. like, well, rx and yeah and um i'm sorry that i did this to you and kristen's like oh pish posh on me who cares about me in this moment yeah. you i'm sorry that you had to be the one to take him out of my life and, and you're bonding and it's a real like woman bonding moment and yes. then she says want to burn some shit and they go out back yeah and they did like a little bit of a ritual and it was kristen just showing we were just seeing that Kristen and her are really good friends and have been friends for a very long time, both of them say. But it, that flashback was weird. I mean, how you come back from all... Remember how Kristen was terrible to her. And they came back. That was 2013. That I, I noted that. 2013. Um, so 10 years. Jeez. Um, so it was nice to... It was great to see Kristen. We all were happy to see Kristen. Um, and, you know, I'd said to you, Kate, it would have been amazing if she turned up in the green dress. It would have just been so funny and so beautiful. Oh, it would have been so good. Have you heard, have you heard the lore of the green dress? I was watching a clip on um, Brav Bros podcast. No. They interviewed Kristen and she told the story of that day and the producers tricked her and they said, you're going to like a sex in the city lunch with the girls. So dress up for that. And then they said, um, and then you're, we also need you to like stop by Tom's, but we're going to show the scene of you being at this lunch first. And then they didn't put that scene in. And so she just looked like a weird, like dumbass. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is why Bravo producers are the best in the game. <laughs> I have never heard that, Kate. Yeah, she t- she told that to them. And I think she's told it one time before on like Stassi's podcast or something. Yeah, Brutal. she was tricked by producers. So I was like, okay, this is Kristen's redemption moment. So um, she quotes what... I was like, is this a James May t-shirt? She says, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Life is beautiful, so slay we must. And I was like, put it on a t-shirt, girl. Yeah, wait for it in about five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, and then we go back to Villa Rosa and Tom's there now. Uh, once again in his morning outfit. And by the way, he walks in with another squirt in his hand, a diet squirt. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Check it out. I so I wrote, is he sponsored by Diet Squirt? It was bizarre. It's like Jack's at the Taco Bell sweatshirt. Yeah. It was oh. so weird. And then Lisa enters and she goes, Well, I don't think this is an appropriate time to hug. And what, you know, she says, and then she has a confessional and she says, look, I will never, ever say anything to other than to condemn the behavior of Tom and Rachel. But I don't know if she used the word, but, um, you know, I've known her for a long time. And, you know, I, I am in business with Tom and I have a soft spot for the... like okay um and he sits down a little bit of a sort you know sob story at first she's like what happened and he goes you know we and then he does his heart he, he just replays all of his excuses then he starts to hyperventilate crying at the window everything's dramatic he can't just sit and cry it has to be i'm wandering over to the window to cry like it's just and then she goes over and she's like patting him on the back i don't know i'm just I'm trying to think, what else did he, did he say anything of any relevance in this? Um, well, his, here's the thing. I do think he was being really dramatic. I do think that he, he feels, because what he says is they had this horrible fight that we saw on camera earlier. And he says, I hope that someday we can talk again, because I don't want the last time we speak to have been that. And he's crying. And I'm like, I do think that makes him sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think a large part of that also that's freaking him out is that he wants to like come off good to her <laughs> and not bad, you know, that's it. um, oh, yeah. and then he kind of starts having a panic, panic attack and stuff. And then that's when Lisa's like, they're there, you know, and they sit down and she says, you're not a bad person. You just did a bad thing. Please mm-hmm. remember that. I don't, Lisa, I, that's not appropriate. He didn't have a one night stand. He didn't kiss her. He didn't just have sex once. I don't get why she said that. I yeah. don't get why she said that. Okay. So now the girls are meeting at a rooftop yes. bar. Lala is in her send it to Daryl. Oh. She had made post haste right after that went viral. Yeah. Um, it's Charlie, Katie, Lala, her sister, Lala, or sorry, Charlie, Katie, Lala, Sheena, Sheena's sister, and Courtney, who Um, likes to go by Coco, by the way. Coco, okay. (laughs) We'll call her that until she has a scandal, then we'll go back to her real name. No. Yeah. So this is when Sheena says, I got a call from my publicist and I'm like, yes, breaking the fourth wall. I got a call from my publicist telling me that Rachel filed for a temporary restraining order and we see Sheena break this down. And I hadn't even thought about it this much until now, but she says, I've been a mom and a sister to that girl. I gave her a place to live that I paid for. I let her live in one of my apartments for free and brought her into this group in a real way post her breakup with James and that was her only tie to the show and Sheena brought her into the fold you know and that's what Sheena does and 
and that's how she's repaid you know and I felt that so deeply when they're all like when Ariana walks in and it's funny they are all wearing black apart from Ariana but um they when they do look at, at Sheen and she's crying and I'm like yeah not only has she found out the betrayal of these two friends but this girl that was like you're my best friend now I'm giving you a restraining order like sorry we were just best friends two minutes ago and I'm the one that sh- you should be begging for my forgiveness, but instead you're so arrogant. You're like, oh, I'm going to try and hurt you. You're going to oh. get the law involved with me scratching your face after you betrayed my very best friend in such this, this huge way. How I mean, dare that you? Such a slap in the face. Yeah. It is the betrayal. She, Sheena, I felt for her. She's crying so much here about the betrayal all around. She's trying to deal with what she did. And instead of this girl saying to her, I'm sorry, I love you. I know I did something wrong. Please let me explain. She's like, oh, actually, I'm just going to let it go. She just dismisses people. She just absolutely cut Sheena out. Like, she doesn't miss Sheena. She doesn't care about Sheena. And that's what hurt so much. She yeah. didn't even try and repair anything. She's like, oh, okay, well, she found out. All right, so she's gone. Oh, and also I'm going to get a restraining order any- on her. Anyway, next. Like, no attachment to people none 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 because we see this peek into their lives for a few months but these Vanderpump people hang out all year round yeah our friends and that's what makes the show good Mm -hmm. and I just can't even imagine that so she's really upset about that that's so understandable katie tells the group that schwartz is going to come by Uh and then she brings up and like this episode was so good because they broke the fourth wall like we've been saying and they really got into the depth of their relationships with each other Mm -hmm. which we can sometimes forget when it's like a super produced episode that's all this level crap Mm -hmm. but they got into it and 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 katie says schwartz and ariana are really they've always been really good friends he asked ariana to be a groomsman in in our wedding flashback so they are close and and so he she deserves more from him than just this little crappy text and i respected katie for saying that yeah so he walks in soon after that and- sorry i will just say about the text i won't read oh. it all out but yeah. guys pause it and read it because it is mind-blowing it's like uh it's bonkers it's so this is his good friend ariana who's just found out all about us and he texts her and the gist of their lines like you should just take yourself away on a great holiday splurge spoil yourself on vacation go and really treat yourself you deserve it i'm not going to drag my friend when he's down um and then he's like i know you'll rise from this you'll be okay so but it was as if she's just like failed a driving test or something it was a bizarre like don't you worry you'll be fine you go and spoil yourself like no that's not what you should be saying to me no I I would have thought it would say something like I'm sorry this is so fucked up and I wish I would have said something sooner like there was just no it didn't feel real or it didn't feel weird 
So he shows up and Ariana's like, well, I'm pretty sure none of these girls want to talk to you. So how about you and I just talk together? Oh, by the way, he's wearing a Tom Tom hat. I just want to add that. Yeah. And he's like, she, she starts it off by saying, listen, if you just sit here and defend him, I'm walking away. That's not what I want to hear right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm mad at him. I th- I feel like he exploited my kindness and he, and she's like, and, 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 and it's affecting our business and this is all really affecting me too. And she's just like, he apologized to your business before he apologized to me publicly. Yeah. And he doesn't give a flying fuck about your business family that you've created. He did all of this. And I will not have mutual friends with him. So I will not be your friend moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. When something like that happens, you can't be friends with somebody that's still friends with them. You can't. It's too devastating. It's just too disgusting. If you stand by them, you're a bad person. You're a bad person if you stand by the cheater. So it's just, it's just, it was hard. She broke down. It was, it was hard. And he, then he's like, bleh, 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 bleh. you can just hear the music do, 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 as he walks off to his car and goes home. Shorts. This was the part I started crying when she, she broke down and said, I miss him. I really wish I didn't miss him, but I feel like what I miss wasn't even real. And I miss like who I thought he was. And that's not even who he is. I, that was so sad. Um, the realization that who you were with was never who you thought they were. Yeah. You just sit and you go, that's, I thought you were all of this and you were actually none of it. I can't believe it. It's, it's a shock and it's a sadness because you miss someone that never was. Yeah. And that's, that's a devastating thing to realize. Um, we get an unbelievable another unbelievably hard scene and that Sandoval going oh sorry Zandoval going over to Marina Doré to Sheena's place and we see him enter and he's bringing in this package to Brock and Brock's like oh like to say thank you for him bringing them something he's like no it's just outside <laughs> anyway so then Brock's like oh and Brock was good he's like I'm gonna leave you to it but you put us in a bad situation man a bad situation and walked out I like the way he handled that then he sits with Sheena and then we get a flashback that made me want to cry. She's like, I've, you've got to understand, I knew Sandoval. We opened Villa Blanca together. Like him, Ariana and Sandoval were such good friends long before the cameras turned up at yep. Sir. They were good friends. And she, this yes. is what really made yeah this is what really made me cry. She said, when we were doing the upfronts, the upfronts is when you go... They were in New York and it's um, the season was starting for Vanderpump and Upfront. So when the stars go and they do press basically for the upcoming upcoming series, she said, no one would stand by me. They all hated me. Remember how Sheen was treated, treated. They all hated me. She goes, he was the only one to put his arm around me and said, come next to me. You're in this. And that broke my heart because she loved him. She loved him and she believed him. Yep. And she trusted him like all these people do. When you break a trust, it isn't a flippant thing. It is a devastating thing. And he did it to Ariana and to every single person he was friends with. He broke all of their trust. And it doesn't repair. 
and it won't and they they speak and we get the massive realization or the massive revelation she said have you done this before and he is one time before other than Miami girl <laughs> and we find out that Miami girl he just she goes Miami girl and he's like what was the truth about that and he goes Ariana knew the truth about that and so we do find out what happens live but we then get from that sentence Ariana knew all along and defended him I mean we all kind of knew he slept with that girl we kind of knew it um so she goes one other person and she goes a random person and he goes not random well yeah no not not random well, I mean and then Sheena has some, she just yeah. has she really has fantastic points that she she says to him she really speaks very clearly to him about you know he goes it wasn't working I had a spiritual awakening at 40 and you know it wasn't working and I couldn't break up with it and she said and he goes she threatened suicide and you know she makes such a good point here Sheena she goes if that was the case you know what you do you call up her friends you call up her family you get them to sit in a room with her to make sure she's okay and you break up with her and do the right thing but instead you fucked her best friend and it's so great. She's so right. He, he, There is no excuse, Tom. You keep trying to find one. You keep trying to find some justification. And there is zero zilch, none, none. So just stop. But he can't help himself. He's grappling to try and see if he can be still seen as a good guy. There's still someone that's going to give him sympathy. Someone, possibly, hopefully. It's awful and Sheena's crying she's definitely she's I think Sheena is a fantastic friend and yeah, I yeah. think she's absolutely devastated and she's like I loved you but I can no longer be friends with you and he leaves yeah I mean that's coming from Sheena she's she's loyal she's very loyal and yes. this is too much so he's um sorry and walks out and that was that was it. That was it. That was it. We saw everyone basically saying their goodbyes to him. That's what it was. It was saying goodbye to them all. We uh we'll get into a little bit of watch what happens live, but we found out today as well. Ariana said that she will absolutely no longer ever she will never film with Tom and she will never film with Rachel, which we kind of all knew. Um, watch what happens had a lot of revelations as well she came in she looked fantastic as we knew she would Andy was straight in with the questions it was brilliant front row in the audience with Sheena and Brock um, and I think Coco may have been there as well. I don't know if Coco was there um, I'm going to be obsessed with Coco now um, so the questions went straight in um, the house I wanted to know about this was really interesting so Ariana said she does want to sell the house just as soon as possible I want to get rid of the house I want to get my money out of it. Very smart, brilliant, excellent. What blew my mind, Kate, and tell me that you do, this did it for you as well. They're both still living there. We kind of knew that, but didn't. And she says there is zero contact, zero interaction. She said there is no interaction on any level. And he goes, well, how do you communicate? And she goes, Tom's assistant, by the way, why he needs an assistant. I I mean, he's bleeding money. He is bleeding money. So he pays for an assistant on top of all of that whole, we're not getting into it. But anyway, so she goes either through his assistant or through a mutual friend. 
There's no interaction. And yet they still, the house is big, but it is not a palatial mansion. They're passing each other in the kitchen. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get that at all. Like, like, are you fooling up in your room? Yeah. All times? Yeah. Do you never go to the kitchen or in the living room? Like you definitely, you definitely have to see each other at some point. It, I do not understand the mechanics of that at all. But apparently not a single bit of communication, not a single bit. Um, She was asked, you know, she said, Randy said, you said you would have nothing to do with anyone that has interaction with um, Tom. What about Lisa and Ken? And she goes, Ugh. she says, and, and he goes, what do you think about Lisa's stuff tonight? And she goes, that was hard. She said, Lisa and Ken may be the only exception. Um, what else came out of it for you? Kate? Um she's uh satisfied with her new man he asked her about the song lyric rachel's not the one yeah and she says i think it's weird i think he just loves the attention that absolutely got him so it's not like he's really saying that with any meaning he's just keeping the buzz going basically you know what's coming to my mind and i'm going to speak this out now I agree with her absolutely with the attention i think he's playing this uh, you know so awful He's on stage, loving, taking photos with the fans. He's loving the attention. She's completely right. And I think we've also found out today in Variety, I mean, the, the publications that are covering this is ridiculous. Variety, the, the whoever's involved in starting it back up, producers, whatever, editors, whatever, they said, we thought that we had to pick up cameras straight away and we'll start filming, but it's actually all on pause. It's all on pause. We're not filming until we figure out what to do and to give them all a break to recover from this. And my mind's going like this and I'm thinking, I know what the next move is. That Sandoval is going to speak to whatever executives he speaks to and goes, yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. But guys, look what I did for the show. He can absolutely do that. And I think he's absolutely going to do it. And I think he's absolutely got himself a place in the next season without a doubt. He's going to, he's going to be, yeah, I know it's awful, but if we look at it, what I did completely rejuvenated this. Look at what happened. It has my name in it, Scandable. I think that is going to be played loudly at Bravo. I'm going to call it now. I think they're bringing Jax back. He's saying he's coming back, apparently. He's saying he's coming back. I, I think, think that's I true. I think I yeah. think maybe like Jax and the toms and it's going to be this sad like 40 40 somethings being like hey the gang's back together because yeah, jacks hates him he won't have anything to do with me he's he went on juicy scoop um the heather mcdonald um podcast two days ago a day ago he says that sat that he he's claiming all this stuff he says i went to schwartz and sandy's um, and she was like, "There's, t- it's doing well though. There's people there." He goes, "There were five people there on a Thursday night." He says, "They are bleeding money." He says, "The manager told me he hates Sandoval. The um, the other owner despises him. He borrowed two hundred thousand from his mum's retirement plan. That guy is broke. That guy is losing money. He he is destroying him on any platform he can. So the whole buddy stuff isn't going to work. Plus, Jack's uh-huh. I didn't know he said all that. Okay. Oh my god, he has gone on a rampage. He's speaking okay. to anyone he can because oh. he was there with Schwartz. Then so they were come back as like a rival. 
Possibly? Absolutely. There's no, it's not going to be, but no, he is out for blood with Sandoval. Okay. So how is Jax going to fit in? I think maybe because Sheena also said another thing on Sheena's podcast, Shenanigans with Coco. No, I don't think Coco was on it. Um, that she said, I will not film with Sandoval. She says, I have always been the go-between and the producers have always relied on me. Like we said, pretending to work at Sir for like four extra years when she was never working there. She goes, I've always been the person that will go between people that is quarreling. She says, yep. but I will not do that anymore. And I let them know I won't do that anymore. How is it going to work? It'll be Tom and Rachel and Schwartz. But how are they going to weave it? Or it's not going to be like the old days when it's like, oh, we're having a party. Oh, Tom and Rachel turned up. It's too, that is too deep. That's not going to happen. Well, Brittany. No, she's Jack. She just goes with whatever Jack says. I think she, she should like worm her way in back with the girls again, and then like oh, start God. bringing Jacks around. I don't know how the Jacks would come back into it. I think maybe like Kristen did in this episode. I think he's telling everyone I'm coming back, and I think they might use him for a couple of episodes. Okay. I think that's what it'll be. But I don't know. They said they're not filming. They're giving everyone a rest because I honestly think they they have to have a game plan. And what on earth would a game plan be to get? To, to film this anymore. They need a game plan and they need everyone that's filming to have more, even more stuff to talk about and like new perspectives and stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Andy says, are they in love? Uh, it came out that maybe they broke up today and Ariana says, well, she was sending letters to my house a few days ago. So no, I don't think they're broken up. This was like boom, and he and Andy caught it. He said, "What? What do you mean?" And she goes, "Well, I picked up the mail, and there was a letter from her." He's like a handwritten, like he was so astonished. People still write letters. He was like a handwritten letter because she, wherever she's in her facility, bullshit. Um, she hand wrote a letter. The cheek of her writing a letter to Ariana's house, her house, as much as his house. Her house. Right into Schwartz's house, girl. Like, what are you doing? And you know what? It was pretty written in fucking crayon, the moron. And so she, so she, Ariana says, I picked up the mail and I saw it and I put it on the counter and it's from her to him. They haven't spoken since the finale. She said it's not yeah. happening for her to forgive them. Yeah. Um, she thinks she, her theory is that he was holding out with telling everyone and trying to get away with it because he wants to go on winter house and brilliant. still be a good guy to the audience. And I was like, brilliant. Definitely. That was so, that was so on point. That is so Sandoval. Absolutely. He didn't want to be a villain going on that, which he didn't even get to go on that. Right. Yeah. No, so. Hopefully not. Um, she says she thinks that Schwartz was actively participating in her downfall. Mm. Uh, she did not mince words. Uh, and then what else? Oh, the Miami girl stuff. So he slept with Miami girl before yeah. they were exclusive and she defended him because she thought she'd be with him forever and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's I have. It was it was a great appearance. He, he got a lot of questions in. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we got that Miami girl answered. And it made sense. She said we weren't exclusive. I think they probably, I think she, essentially she just let it go. Yeah. Essentially she just let it go. Um, 
I oh they that was it. Hang on, we're missing the good one. When oh. some when who was the random person? She's asked who do you oh. think this is, and she says, "I don't want to trash her, but I have an idea." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Is it in the friendship group?" And she says, "Um, no, but around it, not." This is this was not in the show's world. I thought she meant somebody else on Bravo. That's what I took from it. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But then, then I don't think he didn't pick up on that though, because he didn't, because he goes straight into um, because he says, have I well, maybe he does because he goes, Have I met them? And then she says, No. So I'm thinking, well, it can't be a Bravo person. He's met every Bravo person. Of course. Sandy. So I didn't know because that's exactly what I was like. That's a Bravo person. And they were at Bravo Con. They were at some. So it's city. like a summer house person or something. That's yeah. what I was thinking. And she says, I have my suspicions. Um, and then it, and she's, he's like, I like that. And then he's like, oh, is it a, is it a woman? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> um, it, oh, God, we all want to know. Woo, uh, we want to know i mean of course okay. sheena came out and and obviously lala we saw in the episode and they say billy lee but of course he's met billy lee and he, she i don't know whether ariana was really protecting by saying he hasn't i'm sure it's a bravo person whether it's billy lee or not and andy has met them but i think if she'd said yes to that question there would be so much that would have come out of that i think she lied there i think she okay. lied yeah i think it's uh it god knows it could be a bloody housewife who knows it could be someone well like we were saying it's someone who would be enough like be involved enough in the world to know how it is to have you know page six talking about you to protect him yeah and be like, don't t- don't tell him you know like miami girl doesn't care she's telling yeah. everyone yeah guys i know we have bent your ear for however long we've just recorded for but i I, and we could bend it for a long 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 time more but it has been i think we got a lot of clarity in this episode and with watch what happens live i we have to look the next three weeks are going to be intense three weeks we have of, of reunions um it's gonna be wild and as we know what bravo does is they're gonna save the best stuff like the fight to the very last episode we know how they play it but it's fine there's gonna be a ton in there it's gonna be nuts it really is and i think after all these three weeks are over i think universally we will all just go okay we can't do this anymore we just can't it's been so much since march we've all been going through this so (laughs) It's big, guys. It's big. I mean, we've ignored our children. We've ignored our families. We've ignored our friends. My friends, and believe it or not, I have friends that don't watch this. Losers. Um, but I've said to them, I was like, got a big night tonight, recording with Kay. It was the finale. It was, and they're like, all oh, right. No, you don't say, all oh, right. You say, what? This is huge. What happened in the Seriously. Seriously. I should just dump yeah, them. With <laughs> dump the ball. I really should. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. And always, always, we want to hear your feedback. Remember, um, we never push this much. Kate, you usually say it more. Reviews. Reviews are huge for us. If you're li- Whatever you're listening to this on, whether it's Good Pods, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple, 
just go on, rate us five stars, leave us a couple of lines. It means so, so much to us if you could do that. It really helps us algorithm wise, stuff like that with Apple. So please, as you're listening to us right now, um, if you're holding the laundry, drop the laundry, do the five stars, write a couple of words. It would be really, really kind. Of you. Cosmopolitan. Like, just yeah. If we will know who you are and that you've listened to this, if you give us five stars and write cosmopolitan pump teeny you're in you're done you are a superstar please go and do that um follow us instagram tender loving care podcast hey anything else thanks for coming on this journey with us this has been a hell of a season and we appreciate you so much we really do you are all amazing we want your feedback email us tender loving care pod at gmail.com we love you and we will be chatting with you next week about the reunion bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.